driving, so I'll just, I'm just going to chat yeah. with you. So while we're starting this and you guys are watching, uh, this is Kevin Gunn. I'm Jim. This is Ocean Empire. That's Ocean Empire. <laughs> uh, we're playing our intro for the podcast. You might get something different on the audio or the video version. So now I can do away with these. And uh, I guess this episode is really just about getting to know you. I've gotten to know you over the past few weeks, and yeah. uh, I definitely think people that are watching, listening, are going to benefit from this. Because if you're watching mm-hmm. or listening, you are interested in real estate, particularly real estate investing. Uh, but that's not where you came from. So since this is episode one, I thought we yeah. should just go way back. Way back. Back to way the back. young knee-high Kevin kicking the around knee-high. New York. Yeah. yeah. Uh, born and raised in upstate New York, uh, Poughkeepsie. I say Poughkeepsie, really High Park, because nobody knows where High Park is. But uh, hour and a half north of New York City, right between Albany and New York City. But, uh, you know, just it was a great, great growing up in the Hudson Valley there. It's gorgeous. Um, got all the way through high school and things, everything through there. My parents actually moved to Pauley's Island, South Carolina in 1998. So at the time, I think I was 19. I had no idea where Pauley's Island even was. But, um, you know, when you start looking it up, you realize, oh, okay, you just say Myrtle Beach because that's the closest (laughs) thing that everybody understands. So, So I came down in 98. I lasted two months. And I said, I can't do this. Went back to New York, um, 19 years old, thought I could make it on my own and found out real quick. Yeah, it's a little bit pricier up in New York when you go out <laughs> on your own. So, uh, but I did go to school up there for a year, came back down here and I just ended up finishing. Uh, the numbers just made sense to stay down here, finish school down here. I went to Coastal Carolina, graduated in 05 with a finance degree. This is, this is one of those towns like Miami. Although it's not Miami because I think the the, the amount of students that graduate oh, God. from Florida, yeah. stay in Florida. Uh, CCU seems to keep people close by after they've... They, they, they do, depending on the major. Um, I find that most of the business kids actually leave because we don't have the well, industry here to true. keep them. Um, right. I was actually, at the time, I was the only finance major that actually stayed. I got a job with AVX. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm, them. No. They were a local uh, manufacturing company that needed a financial analyst. So, I mean, out of all the kids that applied, I ended up getting it. Um, only made it a year, though, and uh, figured out I cannot sit behind a cubicle for eight <laughs> hours a day. There's only so many times you can clean your desk. Um, and actually getting through college and even in New York, I came up in the restaurant business. So I actually took my finance degree and went back into the restaurant business, but this time rather than as a cook, which is what I used to do, I flipped and went to the management side of things um, to, the tune, to the point where I actually opened up my own restaurant in Pauley's Island back in 2008, which was not the best time to open up a restaurant. No, I think, um, I, I think, I think that was a bad that part was a, for, yeah, was that was bad, bad for business timing, everywhere. Bad timing, <laughs> yeah. You know, we limped along the best we could, but at the end of the day, it, uh, you know, it, it had to go, and, uh, but it was a great experience. I always tell people I learned more in that year and a half of, of running a failing business than all my successful ones since well, have been. I mean, that's true to anybody. We, yeah. can, we can get lucky our whole life and then yeah. hit one, one misstep and have mm. no idea how to recover. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, so you, you definitely... You, know, you, you build character through that. You do. Um, and I think that's why when... It, it, then I ended up going to D.C. for a little bit. Roos Chris had picked me up and I, I ended up managing one of the highest volume restaurants in their, in their portfolio. 
Uh, I did some consulting for restaurant groups up and down 95 in Connecticut and in the Palm in Manhattan for a little okay. while. Uh, and I was doing that, um, I think it was 15 or 16, 2015, 16. I just decided though that I, it was, I always had a penchant for wanting to invest in real estate. Um, it was drawing me for, for ever since I was about 21 years old. And I just got to the point where I just felt like I didn't want somebody else telling me how much I was worth anymore. And I just stopped. I just, I let it all go in Manhattan. I came back here, um, got my real estate license, uh, really for no other reason than just to have access that most people don't have access to. Uh, my brother being in the construction business, we were gonna flip houses, do stuff like that, but quickly re realized that that market had already dried up by then. Yeah, that's about, I guess 2009 is when I wound up down here at the beach yeah. and things were dirt cheap. Dirt I mean, cheap. it was just, yeah. it was ridiculous. But even then you were afraid to buy anything because there wasn't anyone buying. There was, yeah. you know, there was the, no. all the shopping malls were empty. There was very yeah. little business still open down here. It was. It, it, it was, I mean, and actually at the time I was in DC at that time and I was making decent money and I kept looking at the prices down here and I'm like, man, I need to start buying stuff. But mm -hmm. you, something holds you back because you're like, it's too cheap. That's that. It's like too cheap. If it's I like, knew then what I know now, oh I would have done. God, I'd be done already. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think you could have picked up a condo on the beach at 40 grand, 50 Funny grand you say that, but that's long. about what I paid for the first one I invested in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember there was condos in like River Oaks going for $40,000. Yep. Like yep. They're, now they're $140,000. So yeah, there was a lot of opportunity, but I was too young um, in the game at that point and too naive to really understand what an opportunity was. I looked at it from my old perspective of fear rather than right. this is a golden opportunity. But, you know, should that happen again, you know, I'm much more poised to say, you know, you have to take, it's like stocks. Everybody, you know, the stock market crashes, everybody runs for the hills, but that's the best time for you yeah. to go in and buy something. It's, and it's a long game. There's very few yeah. things in life other than the lottery that are going to yeah. give you a windfall overnight. Exactly. It, yeah. it, you know, it's even these overnight successes that you see pop up on you know business wise there's yeah. they've been at it 15 years usually it's just yeah. they get their 15 minutes you just didn't see the, the first spotlight. 14 yeah, exactly yeah, all the failure yeah. or the, exactly. the struggles in between so exactly. it's definitely a long long game but so yeah. you did at some point make a decision though to start investing you said your first property you purchased was was on the cheap and yeah yeah um it was creative financing i i you know i didn't have a ton of money to get into it with but i found a great deal um and it was scary but i did it you know uh and once i did it i, I gotta be honest with you it's almost like uh it's a, it's a drug almost like when it when you do it and it's successful mm -hmm. you have a need to continue to do it um you know, and, and that really launched me into what I do now because I took a property that a lot of people might have been failing with. I turned it into something that became, a, you know, a cash cow. And sure enough, here you, people start asking me, like, well, how did you do that? Well, can you help me do that? Mm -hmm. You know, so, so my, what I do now really branched into me just helping other people do exactly what I did, showing them how to do it properly and how to make money on it. And boom, next thing you know, Ocean Empire exists um, primarily to help investors and people show them just how to make but money. It, it's kind of funny because most people think, well, I get a real estate license, I sell property, I bought property, I list property. Mm. But that was just a point of access for you. You actually do something, you're not a typical real estate agent. I'm an educator. 
I like to consider what I do to be more of a service, like an education, like being, buying and selling a home residentially is completely different than, than buying an investment property. You look at completely different numbers, you're gonna, you know, you approach the property completely different. Um, so I specialize more in dealing with that kind of real estate. It's not that I can't do the rest of it, I can. But, you know, I, I still get a rush and a high when my clients make money. That's just it. Because I mean, that's what we need. That's what we buy these things for. You don't, you know, you don't buy stocks to lose money. You wouldn't buy real estate to lose money. So a realtor sells a home, maybe sends a Christmas card the following, yeah, you know, yeah. following season after closing, and that's it. But you actually are in this to connect investors, people yes. that want to put this into their personal investment portfolio, and help show them what properties are worth investing in, which aren't. Yes. how to manage it, what to do with it. Like it, it isn't your, while you have a real estate license and you work with you know, your company mm -hmm. as a brokerage, you aren't out here selling schools because of the, or I'm sorry, selling homes or condos because of the school district they're in. No. You sell yeah. oceanfront properties and your primary focus is to just connect investors with the right properties to make money on. Yes, and you know, and as you know, being in the in this area too, you know, everybody says Myrtle Beach, but we all know that the the the, the wider the Grand mm -hmm. Strand, which is what we refer to as sixty miles of coastline mm -hmm. here, all behaves very differently. Right. right. Um, and even within that 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 macro market into the micro markets of even zip codes, you know, I tell people all the time. I have a conversation with them based on the conversation. I know which zip code I'm looking at. Right. Because I, I mean, you're not going to buy downtown if it's something that you want to use often as a <laughs> as a second home. I'm going to put you up on the north end where it's a little bit quieter, right. family friendly. Yeah. If you don't ever plan on seeing your property, which is normal, I'd say about 50% of my clients have never even seen their investment. Um, you know, south end downtown, that's perfectly fine if it's just a cash flow, you know, income producing property for you. So, yeah, and and. Within the market, there's every building behaves differently. There's so many different things that you have to look at that your typical residential agent isn't going to understand or know. Um, and it's not that and that's not speaking negatively on them. It's just not what they do. Right. They're worried about the school districts and exactly. the, you know, yes. the what what zone you're in and that yes. kind of thing. You're focused specifically on this property will make you money. Will it make money? And how easily will it make money? Right. And what, what are the hurdles to it making money? You know, and that's pretty much what we have to examine every time we my client shoots me something. Hey, what about this property? You know. So then, what are we doing here? Because your business is great, you have a great client list, mm -hmm. you have a great team, uh, but there's there's room for something, and that's what I think to help educate more people well for one for investors you know it's funny because most of the investors that i dealt with at first all came from the northeast which is very typical as you know of, yep. of myrtle beach area we have a lot of the transplants and people mm -hmm. from the northeast that invest down here because they vacation here but what i started thinking about was like well why are we relying on just the people that have vacationed here why can't we go get people on other parts of the country um, and I started to notice that a lot of my business is now coming from California, Arizona, Texas. And a lot of these people have never ever been to Myrtle Beach, but what they are seeing is Myrtle Beach in the news, right? Fastest growing city in America, which, which honestly is actually lends itself more to the residential side 
but from the pure investment side, you know, we have all these oceanfront properties and you can make money on these. Well, it's so, still a vacation town while we're part yeah. retirement town. Yes. Yeah. With that, has the local economy has grown and now there's younger families, younger business moving the in. The demographics and, have changed sure. drastically in the 20 something years. I've but been we here, still yes. get vacationers six yeah. months, five months out of the year that flood down here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so there's, there's, Plenty of opportunity here for what you call short, which are short-term rentals as yes. opposed to the long-term rentals. Yeah, and I think that when when I started doing my own research and I said, okay, so you can buy into Myrtle Beach for a very what I consider to be reasonable amount of money, mm -hmm. and I started researching other coastlines in the United States, and I said, okay, well, where's the next Myrtle Beach or where is another Myrtle Beach? I cannot find it. <laughs> well, um, I cannot find where you can buy an oceanfront condo for a hundred thousand dollars in some place that you would actually want to be or actually right. make money. Uh, and it's funny because I get California clients that'll call me and say, hey, I see this oceanfront unit for $120,000. Uh, how many months do I get with that? And I have to tell them, I'm like, you get the whole year, it's yours. 12 until the yeah. end of 13. <laughs> exactly, <Right. laughs> so, but they can't fathom that it's that cheap. Kind of like the people from New York, New Jersey who come down and find out what their real estate taxes are going to be. Right. Like they think that's per month. And I'm like, right. no, no, that's, that's actually that's per year. year. Yeah. yeah. And you can actually, if you're listening in California, you can actually get in the water here too, which is another yes, bonus. Yes, yes. It does get warm here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. Well, the purpose of this podcast and uh, YouTube channel is to just kind of show people the ropes, right? Just yeah. to kind of say, hey, if you're on that fence, on that bubble... Yeah, that do one, see, you know, see one, do one, teach one, although you've yeah. done that a few times over now. It's, it's really trying to educate people that are going to call you for the first time or call mm. your team for the first time and really help answer a lot of those hurdles yeah. that they have in que by questions of, can I do this? What do I need to do this? Am I qualified to do this? Yeah. What do I do I after do I do this? this? Yeah. You know, um, is just to kind of put it out there because, it, one, it helps connect you with people trying to do the same thing mm -hmm. that you've done. And uh, at the same time, just help facilitate a better life for people because it is a great way to make money. It's, you know, it, it, it is. And I mean, you know, and I, we talked before and I told you my first investment in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done it. But um, based on numbers, but then I look back at it, that property actually saved me mm. um, many, many times. It's just this little studio condo, you know, that I rented out and made very good money with. So, yeah, it, it's great. Income producing properties are, are a fantastic way to expand your portfolio. There's tax benefits. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of benefits to owning real estate. But there are also a lot of hurdles. There a are. Or a lot of things to navigate. And that's really what you And that's offer. what I'm here for more than anything else because the navigation part is the most important. Mm -hmm. Because Myrtle Beach, again, we have so many buildings. They all behave differently. Um, the return is going to be different on, you know, from one building to the next. They might be right next to each other and be completely different as far as rentability and, and so many factors. So what I'm trying to do is expel in my knowledge that I've taken the last five to six years of exploring and investigating and really getting into how to know the building. And if it's a building I'm not familiar with, I know who to go talk to and get the right information to make sure that we're comfortable. Yes, this is a good investment for you. And these are, you know, this is a question that we haven't, I haven't asked you yet, mm -hmm. which I think is a good question. This isn't, while we're talking about Myrtle Beach in particular here, 
this is more of a, a vacation type of a investment, a vacation yes. property investment. So whether it's you know Miami or you know uh, uh, Lake Town, same uh, in the Ozarks. Apply. Yes, you know, it's the same theories, it's the same efforts, it's the yeah. same way to find money, it's the same way to you know look it's at the these properties. It's the same formula to make right. sure that what you're doing is going to cash flow positive. So while you've cut your teeth here at the beach, mm-hmm. it's still a universal. Uh, it process that, that really and the more I've spoke to you about it the more I've realized it is it, it seems simple to just run down to your bank and get a loan and you know, mm-hmm. go buy a piece of property but that's a full and his money shall soon part kind of mentality it, yeah. it, it isn't impossible it's not like it's it's unachievable for anybody but there's a lot of things you should consider and know up front one to make sure you get the right property yeah make sure you buy it at the right time and make sure you actually have a plan on when to get out of it or yes. what you're going to do with it after a certain point because it isn't you know, it isn't a long-term rental you're not looking for someone else to rent it for 20 years while you pay and pay the mortgage off and then you yeah. retire on that it's it's a it's a process it's a business it's, it, it's property it management and, and i think that the difference between you know when somebody calls me as opposed to somebody who's buying a house for themselves to live in we're asking much different questions and you just brought it up exit strategy is actually one of those questions i need to know what your hold time is mm-hmm. um and a lot of people don't even know the answer to that question well you think and about the fine. stocks you know mm-hmm. it's like at what point do i sell yeah you know you know if, if i bought crypto you know six years ago yeah. i would have sold that a year ago yeah. some now people have lost half of it. And, and, and cash produ- and income producing properties are no different. Um, you know, so, and if they don't have an exit strategy, it's really my job to help them formulate one based right. on their, you know, their particular penchant for risk, um, where the market is right now. You know, I, I got some people that will want to use it as a second home and rent it out. Like mm-hmm. that's a different conversation. Like there's a lot of things that we have to peel back before we can move forward right. in, in, in investment properties, oceanfront property. Right. So it's not like residential in that sense where, do you like the house? Yes, all right, let's go to the bank, get the financing, purchase it, we're done. And investing in a resort town is a remote yes. investment for most people. So most you're not yeah. here. You don't get to mm-hmm. run down and fix the AC or no. change the filter yourself. Yes. There's a lot of things that have to happen after the purchase. And you help with that as well. I so do. Yes. That's this is this is what the show is. This yes. is really what the purpose of what you're doing here and what we'll be sharing over the next uh, I don't know, until people stop paying attention. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, so I think right now, what's the best way for someone to reach you? Just uh, social media? Is that? They can find me on Facebook, um, Instagram under Kevin Gunn. Um, you can also, you know via email kevin at theoceanempire.com one of the best ways to get a hold of me Um, and me and my team you know we're always there to take questions we're always there to help educate uh, and walk people through the process it is a process I I like to stress that with people it's a process this is not just hey I got some money let's go spend it real quick we need, like I said, we have to peel back the onion before we move forward yeah, walk, with these types of properties. Walk a little before you start Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, because, you, know, you know, again, you have first-time investors. You have people that have done this in other markets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but Myrtle, Myrtle Beach is a different market, and, and it does behave differently. Um, it's probably similar to Florida in some respect, except for the fact that we are a little bit more seasonal than mm-hmm. maybe a Floridian market would be. But that you know, and not, that's not a negative or a positive. It's just how do you navigate the it? difference? Yeah, it's a difference. Well, yes. You also have Ocean Empire Realty is uh, the name of the show. It's mm-hmm. also a Facebook page as well, so yep. you can go there. If you're watching on YouTube, 
If you've got a question about uh, investment property uh, or investing in real estate for short term, uh, by all means, uh, put that in the comments. You can shoot a message on Facebook. Uh, we're going to really feed off of you guys. You, he's going to share, Kevin's going to share everything that he can with you to help you figure out if this is right for you, help guide you along the way. He'll be your investment Sherpa, although he's, you need to seek professional investment advice. <laughs> yeah, you can lose money in this business too, just as easy as you can make it. Yeah, but yeah. by all means, we're just, he's just trying to show where he maybe misstepped a time or two, sure. what's worked, what hasn't, what to look for. So when you go about this, you can, you can have a better chance of success. Exactly. So, and I tell people all the time that that's really, you know, I, a lot of the things that I recommend to my clients are things I've already done and tested. Um, I like to play with my own properties first before I tell other people to do certain things, you know, so it's a, at least if it's a mistake, it's a mistake on my fault, on my part. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's things I would do again. There's things I would not do again, but that's, it's all great knowledge for, for investors to, for me to be able to give that to them and say, no, you don't want to put your money here. Let's put it over here or let's invest in this, not this. Well, we've got about 20 episodes laid out. So We're gonna start, I don't know if there is a step one. Is there a step one? Um, I, I think it's really having a discovery phone call, right? We have, we have to peel back and we have to find out, you know, A, if, if, if short-term rentals are even, should be part of your portfolio because short-term rentals, remember, higher returns, but with a higher returns always comes a little bit more risk. Um, should you be in a long-term play, right? Because that's a, that's a diff, completely different conversation. Um, and there's just so much that goes into a first-time investor in Myrtle Beach. You know, a lot of people have questions about financing. Um, you know, and we can go, and we're going to go through all those types of things to help that help make that easier for people, uh, because this is not just go up to Bank of America and ask for a loan. It doesn't work that way, right? Well, I think then I just made a note here. Uh, one of the next episodes, now we have 21 episodes <laughs> laid out. Uh, I think we should probably just do a discovery episode. Let's just yeah. kind of run through the things to ask yourself, that gut check, yeah. if you will. Uh, might not be the next episode, but I think in the next two or three episodes, we'll, we'll squeeze that one in there. So right. uh, I think that's it. We're trying to keep this to 15 minutes. We're at 22 minutes. Okay. Uh, we can kind of run with this as long as you want though because there are no time limits to what we're doing here so if you guys have questions please ask please subscribe like comment let us know what you think episode one things will change as we go as we get some flow here but gotta start somewhere uh i'm jim this is kevin gunn this is ocean empire realty uh tune in every week we're going to bring you one of these so we're going to kind of keep this steady if you have questions We'll see if we can answer them. But that's it. Thanks, guys.